You're listening to Podcasting with Purpose for Life Coaches. My name is Kara Gott Warner, the podcasting coach for coaches. I believe that a podcast is a powerful medium for creating connection and community. And inside every conversation is the potential for transformation. So let's get started on yours. Enjoy the episode. Hello. Hey. How you doing? Amazing. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for doing this. This is awesome. I've been looking forward to it all day. Yeah. Oh, um, good. So, oh, good. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it would be fun to talk about, you know, the, your experiences so far working on your podcast. And, um, so we're going to go, you know, dive into that and, uh, you know, the impact that you feel it's had on your, um, you know, just deciding to start a podcast and the impact that you hope it's going to have on your business. Okay. So before we do that though, I want to, I want you to just share a little bit about yourself and your business and all, all those good things. So why don't you just go for it? <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. am a coach and I coach women who want to stop people pleasing and perfectionist tendencies, and they just don't know how. So that's where I like <laughs> to dig in and help them find like safe and accessible very easy, uh, well, simple, not necessarily easy, doable ways to, to stop those behaviors because they're really uncomfortable. Yeah. So why did you get into this? Like what led you to people pleasing? Do you think it was like a tendency that you had yourself uh, and you're like, totally oh my my gosh. Own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah? It's a hundred percent autobiographical. I had gotten to a point in my business where I could just feel like there was this wall that I kept hitting and I wasn't sure what it was. And then when I identified it, it was other people's opinions. Mm. What are they going to think? What are they going to think? I'm worried about judgment from that person. They're not going to like this. They're going to disagree with this. And so it literally was holding me back in specifically my business because I just felt this constant like fear and anxiousness around all of these, all of these other people's opinions, some yeah. of which I, they would tell me mm-hmm. and some of which were just completely made up in my head. And so when I recognized that that's what I was afraid of, I just began to do the work to unravel my feelings about other people's opinions and other people's judgment. And then I just saw that it was everywhere. It was in my mm. parenting. It was in my relationship with my husband. It was in my relationship with friends And so it, Hmm. all of this is like totally autobiographical, but it is so common for women. So, yeah. Yeah. And so this is what you coach people on and you have like a, isn't it a 16 week program, right? I have a 16 week program where we spend 16 sessions diving into where people pleasing comes from, Mm -hmm. uh, why we all do it, why it's not a problem that we all do it and how to recognize it and stop in the places where we notice that it's having a result that we don't like. Yeah. To basically not care what other people think, like love them. Yes. (laughs) But like, you know, set the boundaries, right. 
Yeah. And that's like, that's like a lot, that's like someone's life's like your life work, life's oh, work. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how I feel. Cause like, it's amazing how different our, our lives would be if we didn't spend so much energy on trying to please others and getting out of our lane, you know, just and, crazy. And for me, that's what it comes down to. Like when I ask uh, women to estimate how much time they spend every day anxious, worried about what other people are thinking, replaying old conversations in their mind where they wish they had said something different, um, trying to make up for things that they feel like they didn't get right, worrying about future conversations that they don't want to have. Like there's, there's a long list. It's hours a day. And so it's hours. It's like thousands of hours a year that Mm -hmm. women spend wasting that time in their head because they don't yet have the skill to let other people be wrong about them and to not make it mean anything about them and to decide like, do I want to people please, or do I want to do the thing that is being asked of me or do I not want to? So for me, what you just said, it's just (laughs) all about women's time and resources. hundred percent. So hard. It's so hard to do, you know? Totally. Even just getting, even like comparing, yeah. right. Comparing yourself to others. And then you're like, wait a minute, I'm not, you know, I'm not believing hard enough or our, yeah. they're doing better than me. So I'm not doing something, I'm doing something wrong. Right. Yes. So we can end up comparing ourselves to others too. It's just, yeah. it's, such, it's like a spiral. Yes. It? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My gosh. Okay. So like with the podcast, I mean, this is perfect, yes. right? It's perfect for a podcast. Oh my gosh. So like, um, what did you, what did you, would you say was your biggest like struggle, uh, before you decided to work with me as your coach? Like when it just in, in regards to how can I turn this into, you know, a podcast, what could that possibly look like? My biggest struggle is that I am very good with like the big grand ideas and, I knew exactly, I I knew that I had tons of content for a podcast. I knew that the stories that I heard my clients tell week after week were so compelling and, and just helped me to see their humanity and everyone's humanity. So I had grand ideas, but very little idea about what a plan would look like, Mm -hmm. like of Mm -hmm. actually making it happening. Yeah. So yeah. So I was going to say, what, why would you choose working with a coach as opposed to just trying to get in there and DIY it yourself? Like, <laughs> right. Cause that yeah, probably yeah. crossed your mind. So, you know, why did you choose a coach over, Oh, I'm just going to go, go down the Google rabbit hole. So what was like that turning point? Do you think? I have friends who have the DI taking the DIY route for their podcast. And it's fantastic. When I asked them about what that route was like for them, I just felt exhausted listening to them. Mm. (laughs) They had so many decisions that they had to make. And I knew that hiring you would speed up the process for me. Mm -hmm that you would help me make the decisions, like identify and make decisions. You also provided some amazing bonuses when I signed Mm -hmm. up with you that. um, Yeah, because you just said, you said yes. And you said, 
like some of those bonuses were like, yeah, that so just got me over the fence. So yeah. I'm really curious. Cause I don't think I ever really asked you. I mean, I did, but like, what was that thing that you said? Oh my gosh, that it's a no brainer. I'm doing it. Like I'm over the fence now. What, like, was it one of the bonuses? Like which one was the, which one of the bonuses, you know, I know that we did your show art. I helped you with the, the yeah. description. Like what was the thing that you said? Oh, this, is, this is it. Well, it, it, it was actually a combination of two things because there was the list of things that you were going to help me with, like the show notes and how to decide on music. And, and then there were some things you did for me, like the show art and helping me, like you wrote my show description first, and then I got in there and changed some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just knew that working with you, I wouldn't have to start from scratch. Yeah. And yeah. That, that was it. And so when I looked at my friends who have done the do-it-yourself route. Um, I just knew, knowing me, knowing the time that I have to work with, knowing my tendency to have a really grand big idea and then not actually implement it because it takes mm-hmm. having a plan to do it. Mm-hmm. I just knew, A, that I could count on you to walk me through all the steps and B, we were going to meet every week. Mm-hmm. And I was going to be... Um, I mean, held accountable. You never get on our, our calls and say, you know, what have you done this week? It's not that kind of accountable, but that I would just know, okay, Thursday is coming. I'm going to meet with Kara and I want this. She's helping me with it. What do I need to do to keep moving this project forward? Yeah. Because it is a very logical kind of process. You know, it's like we do the, we did the show art, the description, and it's, there's sort of like this linear structure because we, we work through a roadmap, yeah. right? Yeah. So how do you think that's made it easy for your brain to sort of be like, okay, we're going to do this. And then we're going to do this. Like, how did it, how do you feel like it just made it feel like easier and just like, well, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't have to come up with a roadmap. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what, you know, my friends who've done it on their own, they had to come up with a roadmap or they had to find someone else's roadmap and follow that. You offered me a roadmap you removed some of the obstacles right out of the gate for me. Um, And what were they? What were those obstacles? Like, what do I do next? Where do I start? How do I, how do I begin to unravel this, you know, this podcast puzzle or how do I, how do I begin to understand like, where do I enter? What do I do next? And, and I guess there's, there's, I guess a few different ways to do it, but I just trusted that the process you had used to create your own successful podcast mm-hmm. would also work for me. Yeah. Well, and also it's like, there's this framework and it's kind of like, you know, you do one, two, three, four, right. You go, just go down it, but yeah. everyone's different. Yeah. So, you know, we get on a call and like maybe the first 20 minutes, Cause we've had a few times where we, we did some life coaching in the beginning, right? So it's like, how do we work through some of these obstacles that maybe you're stuck on the description or you're second guessing your show art or whatever it might be work through that. And then just kind of say, okay, now we're going to kind of go through, we're going to take inspired action on what's next on that list. Right. So it's not like, just like taking action and being like, ah, you know, cause yeah. that's so easy to do with a podcast. Yeah. So do you feel like it's been this inspired kind of action so that you've been taking with your podcast so far, building it, creating it? 
Definitely. And I guess I just want to comment on something else that you just said. When you said that we were going to be working together for six months, my first thought was like, six months, (laughs) we're not going to need that. You're just going to like help me through this list of stuff and boom, out pops a podcast. And and I have learned so much (laughs) that I didn't know, first of all. But second of all, you're right. Like even in producing this podcast, the inspiring part of it to me has been everything that has come up for me. I mean, we had to coach around like the name of my podcast because I was like, oh, I don't think if this person doesn't, like I'm still working through people pleasing. Mm -hmm. And so of course, when I'm thinking about naming my podcast, the ex good girl podcast, of course, like who's the first person who jumps to my mind, my mom, who's going to be like, what do you mean you're an ex good girl? What do you mean? Right. And so I didn't know that I was going to need like actual coaching mm-hmm. through this process. And so now it's like abundantly clear to me why we're going to do this in six months together. Um, and so the inspiring part for me has just been to know that whatever comes up, you're going to help me through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really interesting because we did coach through your name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know if you, there was just someone that you thought would object to the name. Yeah. And then we just work through it. It's like, well, they can keep their opinion. And this is what we're doing because this is what's best for my people, right? This is the more altruistic, like I'm getting out of my own way and this is what we're doing kind of a thing. And you were so, um, you know, you were just so certain about that after we got through that part of the coaching. (laughs) Right. Um, And the other thing I just wanted to circle back to, um, you know, this idea of like, the six month coaching, because when I first decided to transition, cause I was doing this program for, for 10 weeks, mm-hmm. but I noticed that people were just getting stuck. It was almost like the, like, I always think of this analogy. I would tell my coach, like the people are on at the bus stop with their bags and they're like, huh? Now what? Like, as soon as you launch your podcast, like that's when things really start. Like right now we're putting it together. Yes. There are things that come up, you know, things in your brain, things that are, maybe you're going to like, you're not going to do certain things and you're, we have to kind of figure out why, but after you launch your podcast, then the little thing that happens, it's not a little thing sometimes, but it can be if you, the way you look at it is pod fade, pod fading. Yes. We haven't talked about that too much yet, we're not but that's yet. a thing. That's a real thing. I think the stats I don't know, someone, you can look it up or whatever, but I think it's something like, I don't know if it's 80%, that seems high, but it's a pretty high percentage rate that people stop podcasting after 10-ish episodes or let's say three months, whatever Mm -hmm. comes first. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So you don't want to be a statistic. So that's why the first six months to a year is the most crucial. So when I started doing this for six months, I'm like, of course it has to be. It's like it's six months is a drop in the bucket. And what we're doing is we're building and a legacy, like just, you know, you get started when you're, you think you're going to launch in May, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you're, that's just the beginning. And then you're going to build and you're going to create this, um, literally like an archive, like literally, like I look, I think of podcasting, like it's getting an edu- like a university education if you're doing it right for your people, right? And you're pouring your heart into it. You're really loving it. So yeah, so pod fading is a real thing. So it, by doing something like this, you know, for the six months, it's like the insurance. 
right? To, yes. to, to like yes. to train your brain to like, nope, we don't go to the pod fade land. We don't do that. No, we know it's coming. So we work on that. Yeah. So, okay. So um, as a result of taking action by working together, um, what would you say, like, you know, maybe to convince that person that's watching or listening, because this is going to be the audio podcast too, um, this is just to convince them if they're on the fence to like hop over that fence and do it. What would you tell them? For me, knowing that I now have a plan that is a hundred percent within my power to do with you guiding me through it, it just feels like it's already done. Mm. And that I'm able to it, it's, it's like I'm already able to feel successful mm-hmm. because I've taken this idea and I've hired you to help me plan it out. I feel certain that it's going to happen and it's going to happen that I'm going to have you even with me for a few months after to make sure that I don't pod fade, right? Mm-hmm. That I don't um, stop podcasting. And I just love, I really love the fact that I'm about to offer these stories and this, these ideas about yeah. people pleasing and perfectionism to the world. Cause they're so, oh, yeah. so neat. Yeah. yeah. And you're, and you definitely have to talk about this more on my podcast. We're yeah. going to dive much more into that. So this is not the last time we're going to be talking like this. I just really wanted to kind of give a taste, you know, like, because you're just, you're still building your podcast. We didn't really say that. Like we talked about, oh, your launch is coming in May, but you're still in the, in it. Right. So, and I thought this would be great to bring you on during the breakthroughs, right. Because you forget about that because right now you've got like the, the beginning package. I I don't know if I like to call it like the package deal, like, you know, the, the, um, we got, you know, your name is done. Your your show art is done. Your description is ready. And now you're just recording and that's it. And now we just plug it in. We plug it in. We plug it in. Right. So when I, cause I helped you with your show art and I know we kind of talked about that a little bit. So how did you, how do you feel like that? Like if you had to do the show art yourself, what would that, what would that have been like? Cause for me, I'm like, I can just do it in my sleep. And I thought I should be doing this for my, cl- my clients. Like it's so easy for me to do. And it's fun. It's just not a strength, like visual things. Like one of my jokes is like, I can barely dress myself and I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> just like, <laughs> I, I just throw something together, but I wanted it to look professional. I knew that you had a lot of, um, you had a lot of experience with different show art. You knew what it would look like. You knew what people were looking for. When they looked at my show art, that's the other part of it is that you just, you had all of this knowledge about here's what people are going to be looking for. Mm -hmm. Here's what matters to spell out. Here's what doesn't matter. And to have you just do all of that. I just knew that if I had to do it on my own, sure. Could I figure it out? Yes. But it was, I was trying to just remove as many of the obstacles as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you'd that would be taking you away from coaching your clients. If you were yes. going down rabbit holes, trying to figure out how to use Canva or, Hey, even if I have an eye, an eye for design, like I got to figure out if this even looks good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you didn't do this, if you didn't take action on working together, where do you think if you could look back or think, Hey, if I did this by myself, like, 
Where do you think you would be right now if you did not take action working together? It would still just be a big idea. Mm -hmm. I I would not have done anything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And we're like, you're getting closer and closer. Like you're maybe a month out from launching, right? Are you, you think it's still yeah. On pa- it's on paper, right? You have it's it, you on, have the date on paper and I have the first three or four episodes mapped out. Mm. I just need to do it. Yeah. So I want to wrap up with any final comments that you might have that you want to share with anyone wondering if they should work with a podcast coach or even just start a podcast. But I wanted to ask you, Sarah, do you, mm-hmm. because we're not meeting this week. Cause I know you're going to be flying. Yeah. Do you need any quick coaching? I mean, you know, we're here in front of, you know, a live audience, but, (laughs) but I mean, it's just us, you know, it's just us. That's how I look at these. Is there any questions or anything that's because your launch is coming up, anything that you need support on like right now? That's a good question. I didn't think a lot about that before we got on. So nothing is coming to mind right now. I think um, one of the things that I know I'm going to have to continue to strengthen with you is just doing it because, you know, you can lay out the map, you can do my art and you can help me with the show notes and the podcast description and all that. But, um, I, I'm the one who has to hit record and, and, and get on the mic. And so I think the, one of the best things about working with you is that I have not had to do some things but I also have to like make myself responsible for doing what I have to do, which is Mm. getting on and recording it. Yeah. So that hasn't happened yet. So that's happening soon, right? The recording. Yes. Okay. Did you do your intro and your outro yet? Have you kind of, is that still sort of their pieces are all over the, they're written. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's all ready. You just have to like, press that record button. That's it. So any other final comments that you'd like to share for anyone, any parting pieces of wisdom? I think we've got it all out, but I just thought before we wrap up, if there's anything else that you, you want to share with the listeners. I think what was most helpful for me is to just be really honest with myself about my strengths and maybe where I wasn't so strong and to make a financial decision to advance this plan consistent with my strengths and weaknesses. Like I didn't require myself to get good at podcasting. I didn't require myself to go down the rabbit hole and know all the things because I just knew I wasn't, I didn't want to. And I, that wasn't, um, that wasn't the best use of my time. And so for me, when it came down to either hiring someone, hiring you. I just knew you were a really good match for where I wasn't very strong. And it was a hundred percent worth it to me to hire you Mm -hmm. to just fill in those gaps and to make it easy for me to get the result that I wanted. That's great. So how can people learn more about you? Well, I am at sarahfisk.coach, S-A-R-A-F as in fun, I-S-K.coach. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook, Sarah Fisk Coaching, and you can find me there. Awesome. All right, Sarah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. All right. See you, everybody. 